everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. I feel like I say this about almost every episode I do now on this podcast, but I am genuinely excited about this episode topic and to kind of talk to you guys about it. Sometimes I do wish that these podcast episodes were more like Instagram lives so that I could actually interact with y'all and hear what you guys have to say in live time and, you know, have a conversation. But anyway, this works for now until we, you know, get to that point. So as you guys can see from the title of this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about competition and competitiveness and all that good stuff. I don't really think this topic is talked about a lot these days, or at least I'm not really seeing much about it. And maybe it's because it's like this inherent concept in everyone's life that you will always have people you're competing with and that competition is inevitable. But even if that's true, I still think it's important for these topics to be talked about And it's okay to feel pressure from your competition and to feel threatened by your competition. This is an idea that I've had on my podcast ideas list for a while now, and I don't know why I've just been putting it off so many times, but it's because really better ideas have just been coming to me, especially from you guys constantly giving me such amazing ideas week after week. But here we are now, finally doing this episode, and I'm excited for it. Before I delve much deeper into this topic, just a short little life update on what's happening on my end. My twin sister is actually coming home tomorrow for, from her marine research internship in Florida, and I could not be more excited about that. Of course, she's going to be quarantined in her own individual room for two weeks. Um, I wouldn't even want to go near her when she comes back, especially considering the conditions of Florida. But I do plan on sitting by her door every now and then and, you know, kind of talking to her and keeping her company. Also, exciting things coming up while she's here. We are planning to do some twin episodes together, so please DM me if you have anything specific that you want us to talk about. I want to get as much content as I can out with my twin sister since she is going to be home, so anything you guys want to hear or know, let me know. And for one episode, I was planning to do one with her where we talk about our experiences um, as twins. And then for another, I wanted to do some career talk with my sister because she's been on her own little grind with her passions in marine biology and the literary world as well. So definitely stay tuned for those episodes as I'll be churning those out in the next couple of weeks while she's here. And to be honest, now that I think about it, those will be the first episodes where I'm actually featuring a guest. So that should be fun. Um, this is mainly a solo podcast, but I can definitely make exceptions for my twin sister. So getting onto the topic of competition. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I do feel like there are ultimately two kinds of people in this world. There are those kinds of people that get really bogged down and self-deprecating when they see their competition succeed. And then there are those other kinds of people who see their competition succeed and use that as a tool of motivation to achieve what they want to do in life and to go you know, beyond that as well. Of course, like always, there are definitely people in the in-between or people who categorize with both groups. Um, If you ask me, I'm definitely someone who categorizes themselves with both groups, especially at this point in my life. But as I get older, I'm trying to learn more on the side of using my competition success as a motivation, but it definitely is a lot harder than people make it out to be. I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience with competition when I was my younger self. And younger Christina was definitely the competitive type. Not to say that, you know, I'm not competitive now, but it was just set to the max in my younger years, especially coming from a STEM-based specialized high school where everyone was fighting to get the highest grades and, you know, to be on the principal's honor list. 
And I think that is where I attribute a lot of my competitive nature from. Um, I always wanted to be ahead of everyone else. I wanted to know more and do more all the time. And that led me to take on a lot of things. And ultimately, I exhausted myself in my high school years. I'm sure so many of you can relate to that feeling of just loading yourself with so many different things just to feel like you're ahead and you're worth. But something I've learned at this point in my life, which I'm sure you guys have learned as well, is that your productivity doesn't translate to your worth and value. It was obviously hard to understand this when I was in high school because so many people were fighting for all of the same positions and everyone around me was taking up so many extracurricular activities that it made me feel like if I wasn't doing the same, that I wasn't doing enough. And that is honestly why high school sucks. But in the end, I did learn a lot of things about myself and my life. I don't know if I've actually mentioned this before in my podcast episodes, but I legit hated my high school experience. It wasn't necessarily like any of the stereotypical portrayals of high schools that you see in like those movies, but it wasn't that great either. My high school itself was super clicky and there were of course the mean girls and the popular people, so it was just really not a fun time. There was so much drama happening here and there, but I have to say that I did meet some of my lifelong friends in high school, as most people do, and into college as well. So something interesting and unique about my high school experience in particular was that I was really the only one in my school who was interested in pursuing design and the arts and fashion and all that. And if you guys remember, I went to a specialized school for math and science. So everyone was pretty much there in that school with the idea of pursuing something in that realm. And I mean, you're honestly probably wondering why I was even feeling any pressure at that school because, you know, I wanted to pursue fashion design. But I just want to remind you guys that I didn't even really know that I wanted to pursue fashion like as a full-time career until my senior year of high school. So yeah, up until my senior year of high school, I was feeling the competition really head on. And obviously it's a little different from the competition that I'm feeling right now, but it was definitely there for sure. So if I'm going to credit anyone with my competitive spirit, it would definitely have to be all of my high school experiences combined that have caused me to kind of be the way that I am today. And in all honesty, it's a good and bad thing sometimes because competition is healthy, a little bit of it at least, especially when it is a positive driving force in your life to constantly, you know, motivate you to do things. But on the other hand, being competitive, which I've really seemed to notice in my case, drives some people to paranoia. Why this topic was so important for me to talk about with all of you is because this paranoia that I seem to develop really affected my life in such a negative way. When my competitiveness grew stronger, I started to trust people less and I would also get really paranoid about sharing my thoughts and ideas with people because at the end of the day, I was scared that they would like potentially copy me or suddenly, you know, steal my ideas. And I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain the things that I was feeling, but I'm sure some of you may have felt this way as well as, you know, in some of your own experiences. And it suddenly just made me suspicious of everyone and even the people who were like the closest to me. It even made me less transparent about certain things as well because I felt like the less I said about something, the better it was for me and that I wouldn't have to deal with people competing with me and all that. Oh, and let me know if any of you can relate to this, but do you ever do that thing where you see an opportunity or something that's like, wow, what an amazing opportunity, so you don't share it with anyone else so that there is less competition that you're going against? Yeah, that would literally be me all the time, and I would always just keep everything to myself because I didn't want to add more competition to something that I was interested in. 
And I'm not saying being a little secretive or paranoid is, you know, necessarily a bad thing. It can be good when it comes to people who are actually trying to take advantage of you and your ideas. But for the most part, especially in my case, it's just a really sad way to live. And it can definitely affect, you know, your whole life outlook very negatively like it has to my own. In one instance, and the one that I will never forget, my paranoia and stress about competition really drove me and one of my closest friends apart. And that was such a scary time for me, but it's also when everything snapped into place for me. And at that point, I asked myself, is all that stress and paranoia really worth losing one of my closest friends? And when you ask yourself these important questions, you start to realize that there really was no reason to be paranoid in the first place, and it just enlightens you so much. For those of you that are curious, everything is fine with me and my friend now. I just think talking about it and being open about what I felt was the best thing I could have ever done. And if you guys ever find yourself in a similar situation, I suggest you guys figure out for yourselves what is more important to you. And is it worth losing a friend because you are paranoid and stressed about competition? So sorry for all that babbling, but this is just something that has happened to me a little recently too. I'm in the beginning of quarantine and it felt really lonely to lose someone who I was super close with. I think it was also important for me to tell the story to you guys because maybe you could learn something from it as well if you're going through the same thing. I know most of the people listening to my podcast are those interested in pursuing the design slash fashion industry, but is it just me or is the fashion industry one of the most competitive industries out there? And the fashion industry does encompass so many different realms, like including influencers, designers, and models and all that. So in that regard, it can be really stressful to focus on yourself when you're seeing so many people doing so many incredible things out there. Not to mention that with the prevalence of social media, you can bet that you're going to feel the competition head on first if you're always checking social media. I think the kind of pressure that arises the most from being in this industry is the one where you want to be the most talented, creative, and unique amongst everyone else in the fashion industry. And I think what makes it so much harder than other industries is because of that reason. Like, don't get me wrong, there's definitely a lot of competition when it comes to being a successful doctor, lawyer, scientist, whatever. But inherently, success is based upon knowledge and how smart you are and what you know. Whereas in the fashion industry, you know, depending on what sector you're involved with, success is a lot of times associated with either how you look or how how talented you are. And those kinds of qualities are not as easily, you know, changed, if you will, or like gained. And I'm honestly not sure how much of that made sense to all of you, but that's honestly a thought that I've had for a while now and just something that I'm constantly thinking about being in the fashion industry. At this point in my life, especially with that one really eye-opening experience that I mentioned before with my friend, Um, My whole perspective on competition and stuff has really changed dramatically. I'm confident to say that I am much better now in terms of dealing with competition and paranoia when it comes to people in my industry and the people around me. And now we get into the whole positive message of this episode, which is how focusing on myself and what my life goals were um, have immensely changed my entire outlook on everything. Now, it's definitely much easier said than done. I can tell you as many times as I want to focus on yourself, but taking the necessary steps to do so is definitely a bit more challenging. So I wanted to give you some of the things that have actually worked for me in regards to how to better focus on your goals and not to be bothered by what everyone else around you is doing. So one of the things for me that stresses me out, you know, the most, which is not going to come as a surprise to any of you, is social media. 
Specifically for me, it's Instagram, but it could be the same for you or different depending on what you like to check often for social media. But what's worked for me so well is cleaning up my feed and who I'm following. And every now and then I sit down and go through the people who I'm following and I honestly just clear up the people who are kind of toxic and whose content kind of makes me feel not so good about myself. And it's okay to do that and to unfollow people, even if they might be your friends or people you know. What's important is that you're making your Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok or whatever a place where you're feeling inspired. If you're currently following people that's you know, are really toxic on your mental health and making you feel like you're not doing enough or that you're not worth it, it's okay to unfollow them. And you know, if you don't want to unfollow that person, then maybe just muting their posts and stories so you don't have to constantly be seeing what they're posting. I hear so many people talking about how this method of clearing out their feed is really working for them and I can speak from my own experience that it has been the best thing for me as well. Instagram used to be a really toxic place for me and there were times in the past where I would check it and I would feel like absolute crap about myself like directly after. But now, I mean, I still try to check Instagram as little as possible, but at least it's more of a place for me to become motivated and inspired by what my peers are doing because of the people that I follow and that I choose to follow. Another great way to focus more on yourself and a tip if you're having you know, trouble doing so is to envision yourself and your success in the future. And this is such a great way to just put all your eggs in one basket and not to pay mind to what your competition or what other people are doing. For me, my own personal methods include writing down my goals and aspirations for each month. I do that through like my bullet journal, of course, which has been helping me a lot. But by no means does that mean that you guys have to, you know, start a whole bullet journal. Even if you can write it in the notes section of your phone, set goals for yourself monthly that allow you to focus on yourself and your work. Guys, I can't tell you how motivated and inspired I get when I look at my monthly goals because they really just set everything in place for that month. And it puts me in the right mindset, of course. And the reason I say monthly goals instead of, you know, like weekly or yearly is because I feel like weekly goals are too small and they're not as significant. But on the other hand, I feel like yearly goals are also out of reach sometimes and kind of far away. So monthly goals are just like the perfect balance between the two and it keeps me focused for each month, which is only like around 30 to 31 days. Of course, I'm sure this doesn't need to be said, but surround yourself with good people, guys, that aren't added competition within your lives, but who kind of hype you up and support you. I mean, this definitely goes without saying, but if there are toxic people in your life, cut them out. This was such a thing in high school, and I don't think it's like that anymore when, as people get older, but so many people I knew in high school were so focused on the number of friends that they had instead of, like, who, who their friends were exactly. Even in high school, for me, I've always been one to stress quality more than quantity. Even now, I only have a few best friends, but they are so important to me and they make me feel so empowered and inspired every day. Another thing that I would suggest is to celebrate your successes and just treat your small victories like they are huge milestones in your life because that'll really help in heightening your self-worth. Victories that might seem small to you could seem really big and amazing to someone else, so don't degrade yourself. Sometimes I look back at my own accomplishments and in retrospect, they are not that huge or great at all by any means. But to someone else who doesn't have those accomplishments, you know, it is a huge milestone for them and to see, for them to see that for you is quite amazing. It's okay to celebrate your accomplishments and successes even though you don't think that people will think that it's that big of a deal. Um, I feel so many people now on social media are kind of hesitant about posting about their accomplishments because 
they're afraid that some people will be like, oh, that's not even that big of a deal. But be proud of the things that you've accomplished and there will be people who recognize what you've done. Oh, and another thing is some people are like, why do I even bother posting about something I did because I'm not an important person with a crazy amount of followers? And what I say to that is, first of all, you shouldn't be focused on gaining recognition from other people. And secondly, it's okay to show off sometimes and just be straight up proud of yourself. In the end, I can preach whatever I want on this episode and provide you guys with stories and tips to help you focus your mindset on yourself. But the reality is it all starts with you. I read this quote on Instagram once that said, nobody will think you're somebody if you don't think so yourself. And what I took from that quote is that it all starts with you, basically. Um, You can block as many people as you want from Instagram and Twitter or whatever, but you're not going to just all of a sudden block out all the competition and noise until you realize that something has to be done, you know, internally and within yourself. I wish I could give you guys a better explanation and like a foolproof plan as to how I've been able to focus more on myself, but... It just kind of happened and it was all a change that I decided to make after the negativity was taking over my life. And maybe this will kind of help you guys, but I'm always reminding myself that there is always going to be someone out there who is prettier than me, more successful than me, who makes more money than me, whatever the circumstance is. And you just have to accept that you're doing you and who you are is good enough for you and that you are already doing the best that you can to better yourself. That is really all you can do at that point. Um, I've come a long way in just accepting myself and my accomplishments. And I wanted to share this episode because I thought it was an important step for any of you who have been feeling bogged down by your competition and are just more focused on what other people are doing than what you are doing. This episode is especially relevant now that we are all still kind of in quarantine because not many of us are feeling that productivity. So, of course, when you see someone else out there doing or starting something that you aren't doing... I really do get how stressful that can be. And I feel like before quarantine, there was less of a feeling of competitiveness because everyone kind of had an equal opportunity for success. Whereas now it's like some people can't really be starting their own businesses now or doing amazing things while they're in quarantine because they just don't have the resources to do so. Those are my two cents, but yeah, most of this episode is just me rambling. But even if you can take a couple of things out of it, that is what is most important. Always remember that there is no rush to do things and that everything is a process. So if you're listening to this and you're in high school and you see people in your school and around your age getting big internships or getting high paying jobs or whatever it is, do not let that pressure get to you um, to make you want to do those things as well. There is no rush to be going out there and doing big things. But I do think that that is the most stressful type of competition, the one where it's people your age and your close friends around you who are gaining success because it does make you question sometimes if you're doing enough. But focus on what you're doing and not on what they are doing. So like I said, envisioning your future goals works every time. And maybe your goal in the next few months is to find an internship or a good job. Who knows? There's no rush to get there. And as long as you know you will eventually get there, you'll find so much more comfort within yourself and what you're doing. I hope this episode was a great little motivational one for all of you and I want to thank you all for your support through DMs and just for listening and following along with this podcast. Again, I can't wait to have my sister included in future episodes. I've been wanting to talk a little bit more with my twin about being a twin because there are a lot of people who are curious about what it's like to be a twin. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. 
And if you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, love you guys as always and see you on the next episode of the Life of Fashion Student podcast.